0: welcome to bloodbath a true crime podcast i'm ashley and
1: i'm jamie wait Hi jamie. ash did you just say true crime <laughs> i did some if i'm easily creeped out or offended by the murder of a teenage girl and possible wrongful convictions and this probably isn't the podcast for me oh was there a wrongful conviction <laughs> consider this your trigger warning uh you're about to listen to a true crime podcast be sure to rate review and subscribe wherever you get podcasts it's time for the show back we're back hello uh so there's a lot happening in the news right now so um let's just let's just get into it let's let's not waste any time on it (laughs) don't tease us jamie get into it okay all right so we're gonna talk about early morning february 9th 1999 okay a man stops on the side of the road in leakin park to take a leak he's leaking and leaking (laughs) dumb (laughs) and uh, he notices something black like sticking up out of the dirt and it looks a little bit like human hair yikes and as we always know if it looks like something it probably is something if it quacks like a
0: duck and it walks like a duck it's not a mannequin
1: (laughs) it's not a mannequin (laughs) he looks closer and sees that it was in fact a partially buried human body no if you haven't figured it out this week's news, um, we had to cover the murder of Haymin Lee and the possible wrongful conviction of her ex-boyfriend, Adnan Syed. If you haven't heard this case, you can hear it in depth from a Serial Podcast, where journalist Sarah Koenig basically becomes a detective for this case back in 2014. Yes. She went to all the places where this took place. She drove the streets. She went to the high school. She asked friends and families to recall this case. And that is 15 years after the trial that she did this. But her involvement sparked a worldwide interest in Adnan's case. Yay. So, seriously, like, if you want to hear it, go listen to Serial. It's one of the best podcasts 100%. I've listened to. 100%. Yeah. It's very in depth, very good. She does it week by week, just a little bit of the story at a time. I'm not going to go that in depth. So, go listen well, to Serial w- if you want really to. Why would want we it. want to when we can just
0: send people over there as well? Like, exactly. This is just like a PSA. Like, I'm pretty sure people who listen to us listen a serial but just in case there's those couple that don't
1: you're welcome <laughs> yeah it's it's the season one is all about adnan sayed and the murder of hayman lee so here's the skinny of what happened yes give me the skinny tea <laughs> the skinny tea so hayman lee was born on october 15th 1980 in south korea she emigrated with her mother and brother to the united states in 1992 she ended up going to Woodlawn High School, she played lacrosse and field hockey, and she was a very popular student. She was involved with the school and described as mature for her age. Adnan Sayyid was born on May 21, 1981, in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, to conservative Muslim parents, both Shamim and Sayyid Rahman. He had an older brother, Tanvir, and a younger brother named Yusuf. Adnan was also very popular. He was a straight A student. He had one Homecoming King. He played varsity football. He was on the track team and he worked part time for a paramedic service. Oh, wow. She and Adnan had met in their junior year and had the typical high school romance. They fell in love quickly. She wrote about him in her diary almost every single day oh, from the day that they met. Oh,
0: my heart
1: it's adorable uh they both were raised in very strict households and weren't allowed to be dating so it was a real romeo and juliet kind of story been there done that (laughs) exactly you know exactly what this is like yeah so he had like all of their pictures hidden in his psychology book on his (laughs) shelf you know like it was just all very on the hush hush to the family like the fact that he won homecoming king nobody in his family knew oh my goodness Nobody knew. There was actually an incident. Uh, I think it was not homecoming, but prom. One of them. I don't remember which one. Sorry. Uh-huh. Where his parents found out he was there and they showed up and took him home from the dance.
0: Oh, no. That's yeah. not what we're going to do. That's so yeah. toxic. Like, it really is. At the very least, if you're going to be having your kid like go to the school,
1: like you know there's like these things are going to happen. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, when you're a conservative Muslim family or a conservative, conservative, yeah. um, you know, in general, they're like, nope, no boys, no girls, no... I know exactly nothing. as it was. <laughs> exactly. No yeah. dances. Not at all. So... Nothing. He actually ended up going to dances, but, like, secretly with with Hay. Yeah. Um, but that brings us to January 13th, 1999. That was the last day that anyone saw Hay alive. She was supposed to pick up her little cousin from school, like she did almost every day... But she didn't show. Immediately, her family was like, Red WTF. Yeah. Missing persons report. Just immediately All the cops were on it. Yeah. For six weeks, no one found her until this man that we just spoke about stumbled upon her body in Lincoln Park. Which, if you're from Maryland, they pronounce it Lincoln Park, but it's spelled Lincoln. Okay. So. Okay. Don't yell at us. Um, <laughs> sorry (laughs) i'm just going off what is what it looks like (laughs) so on the day of her disappearance the police reached out to her friends her family including adnan he said the last time he saw her was around three when school got out uh they weren't able to reach her current boyfriend at the time though because this is adnan and her had broken up already they'd broken up in december and now it's january she goes missing and so they're calling everyone including adnan but her current boyfriend don Kleindenst, they couldn't reach him until 1:30 a.m. Hmm. Which is sus. Uh, he said okay. he hadn't seen her that day and he had been working. Interesting and interestingly enough, I just found this out. His mother was his supervisor at Lenscrafters. Uh oh. So, for his alibi, I mean, if you tell your mom. Hey, just say I was working. Hey, just change the schedule. Or maybe he has access to the schedule because his mother makes it. Questionable. Mm -hmm. Questionable.
0: Also, like, Gabby Petito's one-year death just passed away. We know what mommy and daddies might
1: do to help their sons. Exactly. So, questionable for sure. Um, He's... In a recent interview from Don, he said he doesn't care what people think about his alibi. He's living at home with a disability, and he doesn't think that he's going to live past the age of 50. So I don't think he really gives a crap at this point. Do you think he has part of this? We're we'll going to do it. Okay.
0: Real quick, just just so I could put it here. That seems like something that a possible guilty person would say in like a conscience of... I'm going to be dead soon anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, almost like he might feel like he deserves it, in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Okay. Yes, I okay. do. Definitely get that. So, a few days after Hay's body was discovered, the police received an anonymous phone call on February 12th, suggesting that the police should focus their attention on the ex-boyfriend, Adnan Syed. Oh, no. Okay. So, the police ended up taking statements from everyone they could... But these are statements from teenagers trying to recall a day from six plus weeks ago. Teenagers. I can't remember what I had for breakfast, <laughs> yeah. let alone six weeks ago. And like a specific random day that Especially nothing happened yeah. until Hay disappeared. It's like, how am I supposed to remember that? Yeah. Well, one of their mutual acquaintances, in some tellings of this case, he is called a friend, but that's not what he was. Okay. Jay Wilds, he's a local small-time dealer who had recently graduated from Woodlawn High School had his own story to tell. He told at the time two different stories and now he has a whole new timeline that he sticks to currently. And then Ad- Adnan had his own timeline as well of what happened. And doesn't Adnan's so, like his doesn't change? No, Adnan's doesn't only changed one time because he received new information from someone else.
0: But other than that like he's always claimed his innocence
1: always. Yes. But Jay's story changes Three times. That's fucking weird. But we'll get into that. We'll get into it. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, cheese. <geez>. Back in <laughs> 1999, Jay, he had been dating Stephanie, who was a friend of Adnan's. Uh, it was her birthday soon and Adnan had gotten her a gift. And then he was like, "Wait a second. It's weird if I get him a get her a gift and Jay doesn't cuz that's Jay's girlfriend. Yes, she's my friend, but like
0: He's like overthinking it in a sense, but yeah.
1: Yeah. He didn't want it to seem like weird. you do not want to step so, over a boundary. Exactly exactly so he called up jay and he's like hey did you get stephanie anything for her birthday no okay well did you want to take my car let's go to the mall and get her a gift so that was on january 13th that they planned to do that okay so adnan calls jay around 10:45 a.m on the 13th of january and in the first interview jay said that they went to the westview mall and this is where adnan had told him i'm gonna kill hay what in the second interview, they go to the security square mall. So it's a different mall. And again, he says, this is where Adnan tells him, I'm going to kill Hay. But he took it as like blowing off steam. Like, I'm going to kill her. Whatever. You know, like something like that. He didn't think that it was a serious threat at all. Sure. Like, you know, joking around with a friend, like, oh, my God. I'm gonna no, kill like, this I person. totally get it. But like, if you're like walking
0: around and, and there's like a way of like, I'm going to kill her. Like, <laughs> like yeah. we say to each other and then yeah. the, like it's fucking the house party episode where it's like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh no, I'm going to kill my parents and then I'm going to throw a
1: party. And then all of a sudden he's throwing a party. <laughs> like, yeah. Strange, strange how he's just said that. So I think that's why this stuck out to him later on. Cause at first he was just like, ah, oh, he's just messing around, whatever. Okay. So that's a questionable thing. So. After the mall, Jay drives Adnan back to school. So this is like middle of the day. He had like a free period and he ends up being late to psychology class because of this. Um, And Adnan said, hey, keep my car. Here's my new cell phone. He had just gotten the cell phone like two days prior. Here's my new cell phone. I'll call you when I want you to come pick me up. Like he'll use someone else's phone to call his Yeah,
0: call himself. Yeah.
1: So Jay's like, cool. Takes the car and goes to his friend Jen's house to play video games. So he says in one of his stories. Um, when he finally hears from Adnan, it's around 3.40 p.m., and in the first interview, it's, he said that Adnan said to come pick him up from a strip mall off of Edmondson Avenue, and in the second interview, he said to come pick him up at the Best Buy. In both interviews, this is where Adnan shows him Hay's body in the trunk of her car. Okay.
0: So he's saying
1: he got in the car with Hay, they went to either the Edmondson strip mall or to the Best Buy, and this is where Adnan killed her and stuffed her in the trunk and then said, hey, come pick me up. But I
0: thought he had the car.
1: So, exactly. So, he has Adnan's car, and Adnan got in Hay's car, is what he's saying. Oh. Yeah. Weird. So, but Hay was not, like, going to give him a ride anywhere, because she had to go pick up her cousin. So, it doesn't really make sense as to why he got into her car. Yeah. Unless it was, like, forcefully or something. But we'll get into it. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, that after he comes and picks him up from either the Edmondson Strip Mall or from the Best Buy, he says that they went to go ditch Hayes' car on the I seventy park and ride. Then they go and search for weed. In one interview, it's one park, and the other interview, it's a different park of where they go to get this weed. Eventually, Jay drives Adnan back to school for track practice, and he was quoted as saying, "Like, because he needed to be seen there at track practice for an alibi."
0: Also, it doesn't really sit well with me that on would be wanting to get weed with being in
1: so many different sports and stuff. So he did. He did smoke weed. Um, okay. But Jay actually said like when he smoked with him, it didn't seem like he smoked a lot. Like he might have just been like doing it just... to hang out. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Okay. Because that's, that's just my understanding of what had happened. Like whenever he'd go hang out, he'd get like kind of weird about smoking. Yeah. And if he did smoke, he'd get kind of panicky. Yeah. <laughs> So, but he didn't want to
0: like not be cool.
1: Air quotes mm-hmm. are around that so much. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think too. But I don't know. So he goes and drives him to track practice. The track coach never took attendance, so there's no proof if he was at track or not that day. Okay. Um, then he calls Jay to pick him up from practice, and then they go to McDonald's in the first interview. In the first In the interview. Second interview they don't go to the mcdonald's and they go to a friend's house but at this time it's around like 6 six twenty, and that's when adnan receives the call from the police saying hey have you heard from hey today have you seen hey today okay and he said no last time i saw her was when we got out of school around 3 p.m so jay and adnan then leave the mcdonald's slash this friend's house depending on which story you listen to and mm-hmm. they go to get a shovel from jay's house they then retrieve Hay's car, drive all the way to Leakin Park. That's where Jay says it took Adnan about half an hour to bury Hayes' body. But he changes his story several times of whether he helped dig the hole or not. Also, he's implicating himself. Oh, absolutely. He does get time for this. Okay. But Okay. I mean, he's he's he is an accessory at this point. Absolutely. I'm like at the very <laughs> but, least,
0: what the fuck
1: is happening? <laughs> right? Like You've seen a dead body, supposedly. You helped dig a hole, and then did you or did you not help with the body? He says he doesn't help with the body, and that Adnan had to do it on his own. Yeah, okay, sure. It it just changes. So they end up ditching her car in a residential lot nearby. They throw away the shovel and Hayes' things in a dumpster. They go to a 7-Eleven. Adnan drops Jay off at home, and then Jay tells his friend Jen that Adnan had killed Hay. In the second interview, he said that Jen came and picked him up, and then they go and, like, return to the dumpster, where he goes and, like, wipes his fingerprints off the shovels. That Jay did this. So, But I thought he didn't help with that part. Right. So, hmm, okay. okay. He then goes to see his girlfriend, Stephanie, and this is all after 6 p.m. on that day. Adnan's story doesn't go this way he remembers he wanted jay to get stephanie a birthday gift he remembers going with him to the mall and then back and then after school he went to the public library before going to track practice because there was a little there was like an hour between getting out of school like 2 15 3 15 whatever till 4 which was when track practice started okay so most days when that would happen, he would go to the public li- library and check, like, his AOL messenger or his emails or something. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, wait, not Facebook. Uh, MySpace. <laughs> MySpace. So he remembers going to that. And then he calls Jay to come pick him up from track practice. when, And that's when they go to a friend's house. The police called. He goes home and picks up food to take to his dad at the mosque for evening prayers because this is around the time of Ramadan so he was not eating that day. So after track practice he's like I want food. I need to get my dad some food. So it's around Ramadan
0: that m- m- that she's murdered as well. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I so little believe that that if even okay, even if he was planning to kill her, okay? It would not have been around Ramadan. There's no fucking no. way.
1: No, there's no way it, it just doesn't check out for that. And um, especially for some of the things that he would say to her, if this is from her diary where he would write, like she would write about how he called her kind of like a devil woman, you know, like the things that he used to say to you, like, yeah, bleep like, out that you're, name, but yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like the, you're, you're ruining my religion or like the way that I believe yeah. because AC and B like whatever, a- exactly. It's,
0: like, you guys, it's, when we say, like, I understand this situation, I fucking understand it. All you gotta do is mm-hmm. bleep
1: out the name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, this is just, it's really close to home for what sh- what she was going through with Adnan being religious, but also wanting to be a teenager and, like, be with his girlfriend. And also
0: being in love. Like, there is mm-hmm. no stronger love, I feel like, than a high school love until you find, like, that solidified person that you marry there's, like, no stronger feeling than that high school fucking infatuation, just like, I love you, I will jump off a bridge for you. Like, it's so fucking stupid and amazing mm-hmm. all at the same time. <laughs> and
1: it's it's their first love, like, never mm-hmm. felt like this before, super, yeah, infatuated. Yep. It's, it's insane. But the defense used that. They were like, yeah. Of course they would. totally in love with her, and that's why he killed her, because mm-hmm. he couldn't have her. And it's like, oh. Uh, Okay. Not the case, (laughs) but understandable why it leaps to that. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, Adnan's cell phone call log was used in evidence to corroborate Jay's story, but some of the towers did not match up with the storyline at the time, and we'll get into why that is. Okay. So, the police arrested and charged Adnan with the kidnapping and murder of Heyman Lee, and they said that she had died from manual strangulation, which takes a long time. Which also, on Ramadan, you don't eat during the day. Do you have the strength to to strangle someone, do you? I don't know. Questionable. All right. <laughs> Seems questionable to me. Seems I did Ramadan
0: a couple times, and bitch, she'd
1: be, <laughs> she'd be weak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I can't even imagine. I love food too much. <laughs> <laughs> so Adnan was sentenced to life plus 30 years. And at that point, his family fired his attorney. She had a history of not being the greatest lawyer, and for kind of Bye. selling out, oh, getting no. the one that paid out the most, whatever. Yeah, she ended up dying a few oh. years later. And I so,
0: I was just about to say, I hope both sides of her pillow is hot, but I guess karma came around.
1: <laughs> no, her pillow's wicked cold right now.
0: Wicked cold. No, it's good.
1: wicked hot (laughs) so when serial podcast Sarah Koenig dug into the investigation she found out there were pieces of evidence that his attorney had never brought to light there were letters from a friend of Adnan's her name was Asia McLean she wrote to Adnan the day after he was put into prison like put in jail saying I remember seeing you at the library at the exact time the coroner said that Hay had been killed oh shit She's like, and the reason I remember it clearly is because her boyfriend was late to pick her up that day, and she was fucking pissed. And Aww. she saw Adnan in the library and went over and talked to him, and then the boyfriend came in and was like, who's this? Oh, fuck you, And she's like, Chad. don't even ask. You're you're late. His name's Derek. Don't even ask. You're late. <laughs> so, I just gave him one of the worst names. <laughs> I know. I know. But, I mean, it's the next worst one, Derek. He's a chatterer, or a Derek. Just don't. Sorry if your name's Chatter Derek. Anyway, I was about to say,
0: <laughs> but if you're a good Chatter Derek, just be the good one for all of them because
1: ain't one good one yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this this evidence that she didn't bring to light, she'd written it down twice in like her lawyer notes and didn't bring it forward. And there's people who say she might have done it because it might have changed the way people see Adnan in a bad way. But the way I see it is, if she had even brought one juror a sign of doubt, he might not have gotten life. Yeah. So, the only thing that was holding Adnan in prison at the time was Jay's story. And if we have another person saying, no, I saw him in the library on this day at this time, at the time that she was killed, it's that's not possible. pretty damning.
0: Is there yeah. not
1: uh, cameras in this library? so there were cameras in the library but this was back in 1999 and sarah koenig found this out in 2014 15 years later oh fuck she went to the library she asked her and she's like you guys have cameras right she's like yeah back then it would have been vcr and they had monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday and then they'd record the next week monday tuesday Mm -hmm. wednesday yeah you only have a week between each mm -hmm. day exactly so they would not have known because i mean they didn't find her for six weeks yeah. Or four weeks. They didn't find her for a six whole Six weeks, you said. Whatever. Yeah, six weeks. So there's no way that they would have even been able to go look at those tapes after the fact. Yeah. All they had was her word. But that's the same thing as Jay's word. So you why know, not like trust it? somebody else? Exactly. It's just Jay's word against his. And Adnan's like, I didn't kill her. That didn't happen. And Jay's like, yeah, I did. I saw it happen. But then you got Asia McLean over here who's like, nah, I saw him in the library. I talked to him for a half an hour. And she you knows
0: because know, like, there was something that was happening for her to remember. Like, when you're pissed off day. about something, you remember
1: that shit. You do. Exactly. And that's, and she wrote him two letters saying, did you, like, the second one was like, did you show your lawyer? Like, I, 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 I saw you, you know? Yeah. So, it, I feel like that was substantial evidence to... To have, And I do have to be unbiased about about this whole story. When I first listened to Serial, I was enraged with the judicial system. I believed that Adnan was completely innocent, or at least partially innocent, and that Jay was somehow involved. That was my understanding. Mm -hmm. I combed my mind on who that anonymous caller might be, because no idea. I wondered why Adnan was so calm in his interviews with Sarah, like whenever you hear it on Serial. I wondered why he wasn't angry with his sentencing. It was all just like heartbreaking for me um but now my opinion's kind of changed a little we'll get into it <laughs> okay so the rest of the country seems to have felt the same way actually kind of the rest of the world once serial debuted in 2014 the internet exploded with couch detectives and internet sleuths trying to figure out the truth behind the story there's actual websites that are, there's like the Adnan wiki like it's an actual page just dedicated to this case oh wow so serial actually broke the record for downloads when it was released and it's one of the reasons that true crime is what it is today. Yeah. It's one because it was back in 2014. So I, I wonder about Don, why he wasn't, be able, wasn't able to be reached till 1.30 that night. And his alibi was corroborated by his mother. Jay's changing stories. And there's so many Reddits and subreddits about all of these and their own theories. So like there's so many things at play. And Cyril kind of brought all of that to light for us. But good thing they did finally all the noise about this case made a difference adnan had appealed time and time and time and time again like i'm not kidding he went up for parole he went up for appeal over and over and over maintaining his innocence throughout the entire thing they even offered him a plea deal that would lessen his sentence and he was like no i'm not going to admit guilty to this i didn't do it
0: yeah i was gonna say earlier i'm i thought i heard something about how he was given a chance. I think the, the same thing happened to the West Memphis Three case as well. Like, they were given, like, just admit to it. Be guilty and you'll get this. And
1: they're like, fuck you. No. Yeah. And that's what's really fucked up about our judicial system is that it's like, hey, I'll knock off five years if you admit to it. Like, that's it makes not the paperwork easier. fair. Yeah. That's not. Because then you got people who actually did commit the thing out there running free. Mm-hmm and then this guy's taking up taxpayers money when they didn't do anything. And they're sucking his life out. Yeah. So, after several appeals for Adnan's conviction to be vacated on September 19, 2022, this week, mm-hmm. Adnan Syed's conviction has finally been vacated and he's re- was released from prison that day. To be on house arrest until the state decides if they want a retrial or not. So the main reason why his conviction has been vacated are that his original attorney really pooped the shoot on her case, like just yeah. did not do a good job. She didn't bring forth proper evidence that could have helped Adnan. Although there is talk that you know could have hurt his case, but whatever. Overall, I think that he shouldn't have been imprisoned for 23 years because they could have had doubt. But the biggest deal is that Adnan's new lawyer, from the Innocence Project, conducted DNA testing that had been collected in 1999. When the evidence was collected back then, there was no match for Adnan. So he wasn't even put away on physical evidence. It was Mm -hmm. just hearsay, basically. (laughs) Hearsay, and we know what else. Yeah. So this was not brought up in court, which is a Brady violation. Which, the Brady rule named after Brady versus Maryland um, in 1963, requires prosecutors to disclose materially exculpatory evidence in the government's possession to the defense. A Brady material or evidence the prosecutor is required to disclose under this rule includes any evidence favorable to the accused, evidence that goes towards negating a defendant's guilt that would reduce a defendant's potential sentence or evidence going to the credibility of a witness. So, Lawyers have to comb through everything and decide what's viable and what's not when it comes to a case. That's why mm-hmm. it takes so long to go to trial. But if there's something that they left out that could potentially help or hurt the case, either way, that's a violation. Yeah. That's a Brady violation. And and so all of the important information needs to be given even if one I'd say if one lawyer thinks it's it might hurt the case or it doesn't help or it's not important, if I'd it say wasn't... they need to get like a second opinion. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if it wasn't for you saying that his lawyer already died, I would have been like, was this Amber Heard's lawyer? <laughs> like, this does not sound mm-hmm. good whatsoever. It doesn't sound good. Not like, no. not so. that anything could have been <laughs> strewed the way she wanted it to be, but, you know, she was still so bad.
1: Yeah, she was terrible. And, I mean, Amber's batshit crazy anyway, but... <laughs> anyway, that's neither here nor here. Anyway. Again. So, this new DNA testing has been done on Hayes' clothes, shoes, and her rape kit. There are now two more suspects from this DNA testing. Their names have not been revealed as of yet. There's still a chance that Adnan could be guilty. We're just waiting to see if the state is going to go with a retrial um, with the new evidence brought to light. Or if they'll just drop the case against Adnan at this point. By the way, one of these new suspects has been quoted. So, he's been quoted as saying... I'm going to kill you to Hay. I don't know how this information came to light. Uh the articles that I've read have they just state that there's two witnesses or two new suspects that mm-hmm. will not be named until the trial and that one of them is someone who said, I'm going to kill you to hay.
0: Like they're like they have one person that is a very strong suspect, is kind of what they're like alluding at. Yes. Okay. So
1: I mean, in my mind, there's, like, five suspects. Right? <laughs> there's These two new there's ones, quite a bit. Jay, Adnan, and Don. Yeah. So. Hmm. So let's get into Jay, actually. Go back to what he has to say now. So he's changed his story, but now he explains why he changed it. At that time, when he was a teenager, he was selling weed out of his grandmother's house in a city where that was not allowed. And... He didn't want to get I mean, in trouble for that. It's not even allowed now.
0: <laughs> like you still got to go to a dispensary. Yeah, like.
1: <laughs> true, true. But like this is okay. It was a harsh time for you to be dealing, and he wasn't doing big time dealing. He was doing like dime bags every once in a while, you know, like nothing. But if you're if you're selling drugs, you're scared no matter what. Exactly. You're not so, allowed to be doing it. <laughs> and he had like a little operation that like people knew they could come to like his grandmother's house, and he would have. They knew where weed. to come. Exactly. They had their, their connection. They did. So he didn't want to get his grandma in trouble or himself in trouble. And then any of his friends that came up in the interviews, like, they're like, oh, your friend Jenny said this. Your friend Steph said that. He's like, no, they didn't. They never said that because he was afraid of snitches get stitches.
0: Mm. He knew
1: that at that time there was like this video that come out about snitches and like people getting curb stomped. Oh, my God. He didn't want that to happen to him or any of his friends. So anytime someone else's name got brought up, he was like, nope.
0: He just shot her down. He just pleaded the fifth, like,
1: not involved. Exactly. And then when he'd go back and talk to his friends, he'd be like, hey, they asked me about this. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I told him that. It's like, oh, okay. Then he went and changed his story. It's like, okay, yeah, she did say that. She did do that. Like, he
0: almost got permission. Yes. And then would go to them. Yes.
1: I mean, that's not so far-fetched. It's not. It's really not. So, he didn't want to get in trouble, didn't want his friends to get in trouble, and then the reason he said the best buy in the strip mall of where he picked up Adnan uh-huh. is because he didn't want to say that Adnan just showed up at his grandma's house, popped open the trunk, and showed him Hay's dead body. And then threatened to say, he threatened him saying, I'm going to tell them that you sell weed if you don't help me bury her body. So Interesting. At this point, it's like Adnan had the car the whole time. After track practice or whatever. And but that's not
0: possible when they saw... When the girl saw him at the library at the time that she was murdered.
1: Exactly that. That's true. And then also, what about when you said you went to go wipe off the shovels? What? Like, where did that happen? Why would you add that? Yeah. And so he's saying, like, he showed up at the Grandma's house. They went and grabbed shovels immediately and just drove off and did it. And they went all the way to Leakin Park. And apparently, Adam had said... You told me this is where they drop dump bodies, right? And he's like, This is where dealers drop bodies.
0: Dealers. Like what kind of drug business is this kid in? I don't know. I I don't feel like he's that deep in if he's selling just like tiny little dime bags, let's be honest. He's not that deep in the paint. Like, come on.
1: (laughs) I know, but you think that you are when you're doing that kind of stuff. You're like, Ooh, I'm a baddie, I'm selling weed. It's like Right. Are you? Are you Are you though? So this does bring me to a point of doubt in Adnan's story because Jay maintains, like, with fervor in his voice. He says, Adnan killed Hay. He doesn't know when or how. He just knows that Adnan showed up, showed him her body, and he doesn't know anything about the case, like, anything else. All he knows is that he was standing in his grandma's driveway and that Hay was in the trunk of her car dead, looking blue and purple. And that's how he repeats himself. He's like, I don't... The The story that I have is that I saw her dead body. And that Adnan did it. So. Mm. As of 2016, Hayes' family still maintains that Adnan did kill their daughter. Jay thinks that Adnan did it. But what do you think?
0: But when it comes to the parents, if you put yourself into the position of being a parent and your daughter has been murdered, Okay they are a romeo and juliet relationship they're not going to want him or want her with him for reasons umbinoist <laughs> <laughs> but then he gets convicted and you're going to want closure as a parent you're going to want closure that this is done that they've caught the bad person that this bad person's not in the street anymore so you'll grasp to anything i feel like in this situation, to any likely and story, authority exactly, and if authority is telling you we got the person, and it goes to trial, and the juries are like throw them away, like you're going to probably grab onto that, and you're not going to fucking let go. Yeah, I agree,
1: hundred percent. So, the way I see it is, Jay's story since it changed so much, and now it's a whole new story. There is a case for retrial with his new story, but it's he can't be trusted as a viable witness because he's lied in the past.
0: Yeah, and now he's had so much fucking time to think about something to say. Like that is a story right there, and that is a fathomable what fathomable? Mm-hmm. That that. <laughs> yep, fathomable. That is a fathomable story and he's had plenty of fucking time to think through a fathomable story that could actually
1: make sense. Agreed. Because, so, like, my thing, or the biggest thing on Serial is that Sarah had, like, this 21-minute window of, like, when classes were let out to the time where Hay was murdered. And so Mm -hmm. she drove the route that Jay said in his first interview and his second interview, and both times was not able to make that route within 21 minutes.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So she did it at the time that school let out Hoping the traffic would be about the same.
0: But because his
1: story has changed now for what the current, like his current story is, is that they didn't do that crazy drive to Best Buy or anything. Now that that, the the evidence that she had isn't really holding up because his story has changed again. So when you listen to Serial, if you listen to Serial, keep that in mind. Like some of the stuff that she does now means nothing because Jay lied. Mm Mhm. And I mean, there's there's just there's so many other things at play. And the fact that they have the Brady violation of not bringing that DNA forward, that alone, I think, is enough for Adnan to sue the state, even if he's guilty. They had DNA evidence that would have supported him. Yeah. And I just have to say, you know, 1999, 2000, a Muslim man, boy, Mm -hmm. actually was 17, is is convicted of murder of his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, they weren't going to look for anything. Just for, just for fingers being pointed at them. Mm-hmm. And that anonymous call, that's what gets me. So Jay has a theory on who he thinks the anonymous call came from, which also brought some doubt into my mind, but also feeds into your, like, he's had time to think about this. He theorizes that the anonymous call came from a Mr. B, as we'll call him, who okay. was a higher up at the mosque He thinks Adnan went and told the only person he thought he could trust that he killed Hay. And so then this higher-up person at the mosque then called the police anonymously saying, look into the ex-boyfriend. Because it's like, you know, when you go confess to a priest. I don't know what it is for the Muslim faith, but like...
0: No, I'm just kind of like gathering that in my head. Yeah. I don't think just from the outside perspective of being in a Muslim's life for damn near three years that they
1: would ever confess, especially during Ramadan. But for me, it's the opposite, because, like, during Lent and whatnot, you're more mindful of your religious, like... For forgiveness. Yeah, and you're like, okay, I, I mean, did something wrong. I need to go confess, and i and Mine I'll be was an asshole, cleaned. so <laughs> maybe yeah. that was the problem. Maybe. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I, I see it as that's a viable thing as well, but maybe that's also Jay's had time to think about it because I do. But you're wonder... right though. Go ahead.
0: No, I'm, I was thinking more into it. Like you are right. Cause if he was to, if, if he was to confess, then that brings in your argument on that, where the person, Mr. B wouldn't be able to hold that in his heart as. I mean, as a as a person, not just like a Muslim, but like as a person, you know, he would. He would have to share that yeah. if it was
1: anonymously or not. Yeah, and so the way it is in the Catholic faith, like the way we were raised, the priest can't do that. Like mm-hmm. if you go confess that you've done something, even as horrific as that, they hold on to it, unless you're like, saying you have, like, like an, an I'm actual going- HIPAA. <laughs> Unless you say I'm going to bomb this place or something, or yeah, something like that. Like if it's undue harm to others, then they'll say something. But if it's like, yeah, I killed someone, I did this. They're like, well, let's do some ten Hail Marys and pray on it, and maybe you should go turn yourself in. But it's not Bro, like religion can... is terrifying. <laughs> like they, they <laughs> no. they're not allowed to go and do that and help out in a police investigation in any way. So I don't know oh what it God. is for the Muslim faith if that's how it is. Or not. Or if he just went and spoke to someone wanting forgiveness. I think my, like,
0: I guess you could say rose-colored glasses with it is, like, I just feel like that culture and that religion is so full of love and light and about not doing harm. And... I don't know, like, and I know that the 2000s and everything during that time, like, it, it ruined everything, mm-hmm. and I've said it here before, like, it was a fucking inside job, like, <laughs> in my humble little opinion, it wasn't even them, like, uh, I don't know, I just, I feel like, I feel like he's innocent, and I think this fucking DNA is about to ruin some lives as it should, and I don't care if this motherfucker has seven years to live. Well, here's your new cell. Here's your new eight by eight, and where you will be remaining for those seven years.
1: Yeah, because it very well could be that guy. Could be Don. Yeah, I think there's there's evidence for for Jay as well because of mm-hmm. Adnan and Stephanie's relationship. I think that jay could have easily this is all speculation please like understand this, oh, this is just entire
0: episode of speculation if anything this is a current current eventing
1: currently, currently eventing. eventing so <laughs> like, jay yeah had stephanie as his girlfriend stephanie was close with adnan adnan was a popular hot guy at school jay had already graduated from high school so stephanie and adnan were hanging out he bought her mm-hmm. a christmas or a birthday present birthday present yeah and then so then i'm thinking jay doesn't know that adnan and Hay had broken up because he's not at school with him every day this is just what i'm thinking so he's like okay. oh Hay's his girlfriend he wants to get at my girl i'm gonna get at his girl and then he takes it too far by accident and then he's like how the fuck do i get out of this let me get adnan involved oh my god you know maybe that maybe has that's
0: adnan ever said anything about like him knowing about
1: jay like what has he said uh it's said that when they were in court and Jay went and testified, like, as he walked past Adnan, Adnan said, coward. Oh, interesting. So maybe. Maybe there was some tea, you know, <laughs> tea there. But every time that you hear on, like, cereal when Sarah talks to him about Jay, he's like, you know, Jay and I weren't, like, friends or anything. We were just acquaintances. We'd smoke weed together sometimes. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like there was anything good or bad. They were just neutral like towards each other. solid, really there. Yeah. It was just a neutral relationship. It wasn't. It wasn't anything. And you know, he was like, "Yeah, I was close with Steph, but not with, not with him." So, I don't know. It was just very, very up in well, the I air. I feel like
0: we will know very soon. Oh well, yeah, not necessarily very soon, but I feel like we will know coming up. I believe. We like, will. there's no way this trial's not going to be in the media. Oh well, I do say that, but they also just concluded that the doomsday Daybells won't be in. Like for cameras, they won't have cameras in the courtroom, so
1: we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I don't know, and I'm sure as soon as this happened, I mean, Sarah Koenig put out another episode for Serial, and she explained, you know, what happened and how she was sitting in court when that happened. Like she's been there through the whole process. And yeah,
0: it's very um, Kristen case the in your in your own backyard. Yes, yes. Podcast.
1: She very much got involved like like he did. So exactly, I'm thinking even. Even if, like, even if Adnan did it, okay? Like, I'm trying to be unbiased. Like, of course, my first okay. initial thing was, like, he didn't do it. Now I'm like, he might. He could have. It's a, it's a possibility. It's not damning. He could not... part of it.
0: Yes. Or have known. Maybe, like, reverse the the roles where yes. it's he's being implicated into this. When in reality, they just had so many names. Homeboy
1: over there did it. Jay. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Jay, yeah. So that's possibility or he did do it and that he's just a really good liar that's also a possibility um mm-hmm. but even if that's the case they don't have enough evidence in my opinion in 1999 they did not have enough evidence to put him away for life plus 30.
0: I completely like even, even if, if he did, he did, it. did it which exactly. is which is so scary and sad to say but if you're going to put that type of sentence on a person that you're not even fucking sure of. That just means innocent people will be thrown away easily.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. There was
0: not enough evidence. There was not enough evidence. It was only the current events that were happening at that time in a few fucking fingers. Yep. And a really shitty lawyer. Yes. That made the
1: perfect storm to throw away his life. Agreed. I mean, like... And I guess even if he did it, there's still not enough evidence. And the state stood by what they said. They're like, there's enough evidence to damn him and like to keep him in there and for his life sentence. And I'm like, where? There's really not, though. Like, sure, there's like there's there's like little pieces here and there, sprinklings of things. But there's nothing that says he was right here right at this time killing Hay. There's nothing to solidify it. There's not. And... and well back then back then now yeah with the new dna evidence coming forth it could be adnan's dna we don't know could be they're going to retest it they're going to figure it out could be someone else's could be a random stranger she could have been just randomly killed by someone just being bored right it could be someone I don't who's think made death the threats. likelihood
0: of that with everything like with there being so many suspects it's it's got to be one of them yeah. like if that dna kit Comes back like the rape kit, the DNA kit comes back with a completely different player that's not even in this red string collage right now. Mm-hmm. I would be absolutely floored and shocked. Like, oh, of course,
1: yeah. I mean, it's like, not
0: impossible. Whoever the rape kit DNA belongs to—that's it. I'm sorry. There's your fucking guy. There's that's your it. guy. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. Donna, don't lie. The problem is, I mean, she was probably sleeping with Don. So, it could, they could have two people. True. Evidence. I mean, I don't know when the last time she saw Dawn was, but.
0: But, also, I mean, yeah, you would need, like, a time frame for last time. Because mm-hmm. with, oh, my God, and six weeks passed by.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You got to fathom. Not fathom. <laughs> you got to factor that into as well. Fuck.
1: Yeah, there's a lot we of things at play. We
0: will be watching this trial. Mm-hmm. And after... I'm done. I haven't listened to Serial's thing yet because I've been strictly focusing on the live show and whatnot, and trying to, you know, keep my ADHD on a straight and arrow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm definitely gonna dive into this. Yeah, there's over time. so much in in Serial. Like it's it's such a good podcast, and I actually I got my mom to listen to it, and that was pretty cool. We got yeah. to talk about it. But though I do have to say, as a disclaimer sarah koenig does paint jay in like a a villain's light you know she makes him kind of look bad and you meet after you listen to it you're going to be on adnan's side so Mm -hmm. i have to say when you listen to it disclaimer like try to go in with an unbiased mind that it could still have your own opinion yeah exactly because the way that she paints it 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 does perfectly give adnan all this like innocence but like I said, her, her entire podcast is based on Jay's story, which has now changed again. So yeah. that like her evidence is it's not really gonna hold because he's saying the reason I lied was this giving his story and a he's new had light. time
0: to think about that.
1: Yes. Anyway, slice it. Asia McLean saw' him in the library, so I don't
0: know. <laughs> right? That's what I'm hanging on to. Why would she lie about it? Like she has no reason
1: exactly and that's she actually wrote a book about it so oh fun I yeah. love books mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's another podcast that Adnan's friends mom did on this as well something like that so okay she's, she's the one who reached out to Sarah Kenig and like got her interested in all this um yeah and I mean there's just there's just a lot out there I don't know there's there's so much more information like the way that the the defense painted um Adnan to be was that, like, he was a super religious kid who was feeling vengeful towards his girlfriend because of A, B, and C, because he, he needed to, to be religious, and he was not being, like, a good boy, and he had to lie to his parents, and, and like, he was, he was broken like, up um, about... It's almost like they were saying he's, like, a bad boy, like, yeah. he was just in his bad boy phase, and it's like, what? But also, like, having an internal fight about, like, God and whatnot at the same time, and okay. they were, like, he was heartbroken over Hay leaving him for Dawn, like... Adnan went out and checked on Hay's car with Don. He's like, hey, her, her, her tires flat or something like that. And they, went, they both looked at the car together and it was amicable. Nothing weird. And he was dating other girls already. He had already moved on. He was good. Like, like <laughs> moved along. And they, they tried to bring up the whole when his parents brought him home from homecoming or prom or whatever and use that against him. He was laughing about that. He thought it was funny. <laughs> like they came and picked me up from the dance. Like, yeah, it sucks, but laugh about it. It's not something At like the same time. I'm vengeful. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and when you hear his voice, it's like he's just so calm. He he's so collected. He's not angry. What's that
0: good old phrase? If you're yelling, you've already lost. Yes. If you have to
1: raise your voice, you've lost the argument. So he's just I mean, like I said, You're going to see him in an innocent light. Just try to keep your mind open that it could be. Could go the other way. Could. Especially because we have trials ahead of us Mm -hmm. and it will be watched. It will be. Anyway, that's the story of Anun Syed and Haman Lee and possible other suspects. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Very good. Thanks. Awesome. Do you have a good good for me?
0: Uh... I mean, my good Good that he's out so far, because even like we said, even if he is guilty as much as it fucking sucks, mm-hmm. there was not enough fucking evidence. And if that's the type of judicial jurisdiction, <laughs> Jur- judicial, yes, ju- if that's the type that we live in, then I don't fucking I don't want it. I don't I want, want it. Innocent until proven guilty. As it should be.
1: Hammer well. down. <laughs> Gavel down. <laughs> pow, pow. Uh, first off, I want to give a shout out to Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Thanks for listening. Second off, my good good. It's my birthday this weekend. What, what? It's also a What's bad that? bad because I don't want to be turning the age I'm turning. But 29? 29? 29? <laughs> but I guess it's a good twenty nine Twenty nine Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Ashley, for telling everyone how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to keep up with us on instagram at bloodbath podcast and all other social medias we will catch you next time but wait there's more bye 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 <laughs>